Welcome to Spirit Chat Radio with your host, Jennifer O'Neill, where the focus is to simplify the process of using the spiritual tools and gifts you were born with in a way that fits into your everyday life. Jennifer is a leading expert in the field of spirit communication and has spent the last 20 years as a professional psychic and spiritual teacher, helping people all over the world learn how to develop themselves spiritually through her books, podcasts, and her virtual learning center, Keys to the Spirit World. For the next hour, join Jennifer to discover different tools and techniques that will help you learn how to navigate the spirit world better and empower you on your own spiritual journey. Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. I just want to remind everybody before I get into the show today, um, we it's kind of like a part two, but not really a part two because it's sort of different subject. Um, I have a bunch of videos that I also do. I don't just do my podcasting, which is these longer radio shows. If you, you may be listening to this live, you may be listening to this on YouTube or iTunes. Um, but I do do a lot of mini uh, spirit chats on YouTube, and those have been getting a pretty great result. So if you like this type of subject matter, you definitely want to go over and check out my YouTube channel. Um, it can either be in the description below, I usually have links, or you can type in Spirit Chat Jennifer O'Neill on YouTube, and you'll find it that way. And I also want to remind everybody that we have that I have that active Facebook group, which we have a lot of open discussions about for things such as this or... Um, just questions that you're having, especially if you're developing spiritually and or you're either new or advanced. There's like all kinds of cool conversation going on in there and I go in and answer people. But we're going to get into today's show. Um, I am welcoming back my uh, friend and colleague, someone who I've mentored for a long time and who is doing wonderful in her own right. Uh, Kayao, welcome back. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, we had a fun show last time, but it felt like we needed to cover a lot more stuff. So we thought we would have another show, right? Yeah, so, yeah that went by so fast. We went, it just it flew by. Mm-hmm. It flew by. We couldn't believe how much we had like material left on our outline. So <laughs> we decided to continue to go on. But today's show... What we both feel is really important, we've talked about this at length, which should have actually been recorded as a radio show, but it wasn't, um, is finding balance in the spiritual world. I'm going to get into a little bit about what that means before we sort of start discussing the topic and why it's important. You know, because finding balance sounds like amazing and wonderful. Even I was thinking about that. While I was writing the show description, I was writing the outline, just those two words together, finding balance. It just feels like, wow, that's amazing. That's an amazing feeling. It makes your brain wrap around this wonderful vision and feeling that your body or you energetically would have. And it just implies, Mm -hmm. those words imply that things are easy and that you're not struggling against the universe, you know? And it's such an amazing combination of words. And in life, 
it's what we strive and wish for but in the spiritual world it's not just something you should strive for it's necessary and that basically is what finding balance is it's finding a middle place where you are not struggling against the universe and all of the elements that are happening and situations that are happening around you you're working with universal energy in a way that things feel like it's flowing really nicely and I think that people don't think about what finding balance means very often I think that they of course everybody gets a concept but when you really understand what finding balance means it means you're not pushing and struggling against the universal this kind of gets into a universal energy thing which I teach a lot about but you it, even if you don't believe in universal energy know about it just heard about it whatever think about it though that feeling when you're finding balance you're not pushing against anything you are delicately you're feeling just perfectly in line and that is you being aligned with the energy around you and not having to resist and not having to push against it it's just a nice alignment and what happens when you have that alignment is the energy that does form around you that creates situations that is part of you as a whole person and in, in, in situations that happen around you it is allowing that energy to flow without resistance so you would imagine it as if you took a dam a river and yet you have this nice river and this nice flow and sometimes the river trickles slow and sometimes you have this huge rainstorm where there's the river is flash flooding just gushing but as long as there's no um, blockage as long as there's no dams and, and junk in the river blocking up the flow it will still flow at a nice pace and it will nicely go no matter how much water's coming at that time but if you start adding a bunch of sticks and rocks and or like a beaver dam and then you add this huge flow it's gonna get all jacked up and go up over the banks and you know cause all kinds of havoc on the on the sides and that's what finding balance is like energetically um, it, do you have anything to add to that before I get into you know this is not something that you should just be striving for if you're a healer which is why we kind of wanted to continue this show because it is very important for a healer but truthfully as we're talking about what finding balance means even for those who are just getting into spiritual work this is something that's extremely important and we talked about that the other day you know yes and I love the analogy of the dam and the sticks and the rocks and blocking that flow because it's the awareness oh there's something blocking the flow so it's mm -hmm. just a matter of moving that aside and allowing for the flow to go and that's exactly what we're going into right now and talking about the finding balance um, right. the flow of energy so I loved I love that analogy well in today's show we're going to be talking a lot about energy because here's a mistake that I notice that people make when they get into um, working with uh, spiritual development and you know getting in tune with their spiritual body and uh, doing all that whether again whether you're doing it just for your own joy or you're doing it because you eventually want to become a healer people underestimate that that really means you are now walking into a door of where you did this before but now you are consciously walking into where you're reading all energy you are becoming in tune with that side of yourself where your feelers your little 
spiritual tentacles are out there feeling energy everywhere you're at. And so now mm -hmm. at that point, when you start to begin to spiritually develop, people don't understand sometimes or don't give it much thought that that's the door that they're now opening when they begin to tune into their spiritual body because that's what their spiritual body does. And as an energy reader, you are going to begin to feel when energy is being blocked right. or when it's flowing nicely. And so you're going to feel more uncomfortable at that point in time when you start to notice that you're feeling off balance than you did before you open the spiritual door because you're going to be so much more in tune with that energy that you're now going to be able to feel it all the time and the uncomfortableness is going to heighten if that makes sense so that's again something that's going to heighten your awareness to finding balance do you remember when you again spiritually developed began to really open that door again as an adult as we were talking about that before we were doing the podcasting mm -hmm. and you were denying all your gifts and then you then you decided to open it <laughs> but then at that point do you remember uh it, because i get this question or i have students that ask this a lot do you remember going all of a sudden being a lot more aware and hypersensitive to when things didn't feel balanced in your world versus where you could could ignore them more easily before. Do you remember that at all? Because I sure do. I, I get I that. sure do because go ahead. Well, I get that with students a lot and it really throws them. So like as I'm teaching them, they'll be like in the class going, Yeah, I'm developing and all this cool stuff's happening and, and I'm feeling really mad and irritated and frustrated because like my this person did this or that my work environment or this and that. and is it normal to feel like extra really irritated and frustrated and I'm like <laughs> absolutely you know that's why the show is so important because yes as you are aware as you are opening up as you are um, embracing your gifts and reading energy you yourself, your vibration is raised now, and it's not just in one area, all of it, mind, body, spirit, everything is raised. So, yes, now things are going to rub you maybe a little, um, uh, you're going to be a little more irritated. Um, and for me, you asked earlier about if I had noticed that, um, oh, the energy and the awareness even more so, absolutely. And it was not only my feeling, because I'm extremely empathic as well. So again, the show is so perfect. I had to learn how to kind of guard my energy, how to not be so, not not be um, reacted, reacted toward other people who maybe rubbed me wrong, um, or that's how I perceived it. And also, everything got heightened, all of the senses. All of my senses got heightened because you're right. shifting, right? You're shifting. Right. Well, what I notice is kind of a pattern. First, they start noticing it with um, people who are around them. That's the first thing that people notice. They notice their irritation or frustration with somebody being off balance or not sort of being negative, I guess I would say. And that's a really good place mm -hmm. to pick up after the break here. So we'll be right back.
cutting edge of conscious radio, OM Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the OM Times Experts program. With OM Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.omtimes.com. Tune in to the Practical Intuitive Mind, Body, Spirit for the Real World with me, host Robin Fritz, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. I'll cover personal and business intuition, animal communication, mediumship, space clearing, past life regression, shamanic insights, energy healing, soul choice, and more, all to help you tap your own intuitive and healing skills. No ifs, ands, or buts. I'm Fidel Nshombo. I was born in a city called Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family. And then, boom, everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle you to America and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Aloha. We're back to finding balance in the spiritual world. So we were talking about finding balance in the spiritual world, what that actually means when you begin to go on your um spiritual quest or uh, becoming a healer on your your spiritual journey, uh, you're going to be a lot more aware of energy when you walk into that spiritual door and sort of open those gifts and you will be more in tune with your spiritual body, which allows you to read energy to at new heights that you may find will throw you off kilter for a minute because when you begin to super, really super tune in to uh, the energy that surrounds you, you will find that you're you're craving balance more because you can feel the energy being blocked and you can feel it flowing nicely and you will just crave more for the flowing nicely. And so as me and Kao were talking about some of the things that you will notice that cause you frustration, the three things that I notice, it, it, there's a pattern with students and that was, uh, the first thing is negativity um, with people, people, the first thing that they get frustrated with people and especially people who have pessimistic attitudes or negative attitudes, they start feeling an adverse reaction to them or not wanting to hang out with those friends or family members. Um, the second thing that I notice is then they will gravitate towards choices that they're making in their life, such as staying at a certain job or forcing themselves to, this is my favorite thing. Be a responsible adult when everybody thinks that being a responsible adult is forcing yourself to do unhappy things. You ever notice that? I, <laughs> I talk about that often, but like, I'm not even kidding. Do you ever notice that? I, and people talk about like how responsible that they are. It's always to explain why they're in an unhappy situation. It's the weirdest mm. thing. You know what I mean? So <laughs> people think 
that being a responsible adult is is just forcing themselves to do things they don't want to do. Anyways, that's a whole nother show. Um, so then they start addressing their choices. And then the third thing is they start feeling hypersensitive to world um, things that are going on in the world or in the environment or in their town. So it tends to go people, choices, and then environment or, you know, the earth. So um, that's kind of interesting. And the reason that you that this is all important, the finding balance, is something that we'll probably cover this whole next section over, which is if you don't find balance as a healer or truthfully, this actually applies to everybody, but you're going to notice it more if you're listening to the show and you're, you've opened that spiritual door. Um, if you don't find balance with your spiritual body and with the energy that surrounds you that you're working with, you actually will begin to not feel well. You will begin mm -hmm. to feel sick. And me and Kale were talking about this prior to the show. Um, and before I get into this empath part, you know, another thing that's very interesting, I've been a super strong empath for ever since I was born. In fact, they didn't really have a name for it like 40 mm. some years ago. It was, re it was really weird. Nobody talked about it. Nobody, I mean, you were kind of either psychic, intuitive, or you could talk to dead people. Like there was not really, or pets, you know, there was a few little things in there, but they, they didn't have um, some of the things that they talk about now. Claircognizance wasn't a huge thing back then and um, empaths were not a huge thing. Now, they would talk about them, don't get me wrong, it's not like they, it didn't exist, but it, nobody really would talk about having that skill or whatever. It took me, oh gosh, I think, honest to God, I think I was probably close to my 30s before mm -hmm. I really met another empath and met another empath that had like heightened empath abilities. Like, I knew a lot of psychics, knew a lot of mediums. I'd been in the industry for a while, but people did not seem to be developing this empath ability for some reason. So that was really hard for me, which is why I want to touch base on this because um, I teach a lot about empaths. I have an empath transformation class. I teach a lot of empath stuff in my groups because throughout my 20s, um, into my 30s as an empath for any of those out there any of you guys who are empaths you really struggle with not feeling well and for those of you who don't know what an empath is that's basically an energy reader at its height heightened ability you can you read people people's energy and you can many times take on their energy as your own so like for instance if you walk into a grocery store somebody's really mad about something to check her. Maybe she's upset she couldn't pay a bill or that she's having issues with her significant other. You can feel all that and you can feel it so heavily as your own that sometimes empaths do not realize they will leave feeling really upset and frustrated, not even realizing that that feeling that they've now, that they're now experiencing or taking on is not their own feeling 
if they're not a trained empath and they don't understand the ability very much, they have a hard time separating between what is really their own feeling versus somebody else. And I have seen more empaths develop, I kid you not, and pop up in their abilities than ever before in the last seven years. It's insane the amount, and it's because of the shift and everybody's abilities heightening. Empath seems to be one that has heightened a bazillion fold over all the other um, abilities. And we kind of discussed that because that was something that you also struggled with, with your empath abilities as well, correct? I did um, growing up as well, and it was I was very sensitive, and and I would someone would just look at me wrong, and it would hurt my feelings, and you know it was I didn't know that it was something I didn't know I was empathic until mm-hmm. like you said actually I was in I was I think early forties mm-hmm. I realized oh this is this is a thing, and when again the awareness when you're aware. I am empathic. What does that mean? And then you realize, oh, it means that I feel energy. So, again, I want to remind everyone, that is a gift. That is a gift. And, and the show that, that we're talking about today is finding balance in that, navigating in this world, being an empath, being empathic. And also you said that um, you found that you you're seeing a lot of, in past in the last seven years do you find that a lot of healers are um as everybody's vibration is being raised and as um awareness is really um heightened do you find that there are a lot of empathic people using that gift within their healing gifts within their massage therapy or the readers Oh, for sure. I definitely, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a cheat sheet for a healer. You know, you can Mm. go in, someone can come (laughs) into you. It is truthfully. And that's an amazing gift um, because they come Mm -hmm. into you and the, that you can feel that they, people have a hard time being descriptive. I'm not feeling well, or this is bothering me, especially if you're doing healing work on somebody because you're getting to the energetic problem, right? So you're, Mm -hmm. you're not just, you're not healing a symptom, which is what Western medicine does. You're getting to the root of the problem, which stems from your energetic system, which will stem from energy blockage. And how did Mm -hmm. this person block this energy? What thoughts, um, what choices are they making that's causing this energy to jam up in this area, causing this issue? And so when people can't be descriptive, um, as, as an empath healer, empathic healer, you kind of get you get an x-ray vision into their energetic field because you can you, they, you're transferring that information to that person without them having to explain it in detail when they are at a loss for how to explain it right but mm-hmm. one of the things that i find very interesting about empaths is i'm I, honest to god i am finding that more people have an empath ability and it is an ability but I am finding that more people have that ability than almost anything else. It's, it's craziness, mm. the, the degree that that is heightened to. And so let's be clear. You open the spiritual door, you tune into your spiritual body, you are going to be able to read energy. But when you become empathic, like K.O. was talking about, that ability to read energy in people and have that replaced with pictures and all kinds of different things, 
is 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 a heightened ability to read energy. So not necessarily everybody who opens the store, the spiritual door is going to be empathic, but I'm seeing, I would say a good, a very good eight out of 10 people who open that door are definitely going to find they have empathic abilities. Now, to what degree? You may not be as high as myself or Kao, but you may find that you're still having issues with it. And the whole point of this segment of the show is the reason for finding balance and balancing that energy is because if you don't, healers and empaths especially will begin to not feel well. And um, you will begin to feel depleted and sick. Um, And you will most likely go to the doctors and the doctors will all tell you you're fine and they'll start guessing at all kinds of different things, telling you to change your diet and this. You will, some of the things will feeling lethargic, um, feeling tired, feeling weak, shaky, ang- having anxiety, um, feeling you know out of body, all of those things. And I think that you were talking about, that was one of the things that surprised you the most, wasn't it? Isn't that what you said, that you were how um, depleted that you got. And I think you said after you had done some healing work, wasn't that what, when you Yes. Yes. Cause you know, as a healer and, and we get excited and we're, we're givers, we give, 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 mm-hmm. we serve, we're in service for others. So we forget. And we, I'm talking about myself. I forgot <laughs> to take care of my right. own self. And um, yes, when I was just there recently in Hawaii and I, I booked the whole week out, and I was I was blessed with with readings and pedal process sessions and speaking events, and I thought that I gave myself enough time in between. I thought that I had scheduled myself enough time, but I didn't. Uh, when I came home, I was absolutely depleted, and I got physically ill. I got I had. Um, whatever was going around at the time, like flu-like symptoms. And I, it just knocked me out. And I knew right when I started getting those symptoms, the scratchy throat, the headache, the achy body, I knew what it was. And my vibration when I was there in Hawaii doing all of the readings was so high that I didn't give myself enough grounding, healing, self-care time. Right. And we'll finish talking about that when we come back from the break. Bringing a more conscious lifestyle to your world. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site but a spiritual dating site with a purpose, to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free, ascendinghearts.com. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living, a chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. 
So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food, because 40% of all food in the US never gets eaten. Save the food, cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We've been talking about finding balance and why it's so important and what happens if you don't find balance, which is basically um, when you open that spiritual door, you're a healer, you're an empath. If you really ignore the finding balance instead of, oh, that'd be really cool, it becomes necessary when you're in the spiritual world doing spiritual work. And if you tend to continue to ignore it, um, or you're unaware, which is what Kao was talking about before the break. Um, she thought she had the proper systems, place, systems in place with a long um, weekend or many days of readings. You get sick. You, you actually can physically get sick. And you were sick, you said to me, for a few days, right? Because you kind of went down and out after that. <laughs> I did. Didn't you say? I did. Yeah. I was I was sick for over a week actually yeah right and that is super common thought, and yeah. do you know truthfully um, and it, it, I also have to remind myself to find balance just for those of you because everybody I mm -hmm. think has this impression that oh Jennifer you know she's balanced all the time no I'm still human I still am <laughs> um, stubborn you know I still work a lot doing spiritual work. I, I work so much that, but one of, one of the cool things I've learned from doing spiritual work for so long is I can feel it coming now. So I can feel the itch in my throat or the little mm -hmm. bit more drained than normal and I can feel it coming and I know immediately, okay, like done. I have to literally stop everything that I'm doing unless it's a priority and I have to go to the beach I have to and you have to spend a couple of days like I can't just stop for the rest of that day I need to cut out every possible thing I can regarding spiritual work at that point in time when I feel it coming and then go to the beach go spend family time go do some be in the physical world and do some things that are joyful that really mm -hmm. don't include the spiritual realm. Um, yes, you know, you deal with universal energy, whatever, but bring my focus back to my physical body and my physical joy and well-being and, and my existence here and, and why I'm joyful to be here in my physical body. That's my trick. So I will cut that out immediately, just cut it. And then I will do that for a few days. and. I would give, I give myself two to three days, three if I'm lucky, and then I'll start slipping back into my spiritual work and picking up some of the places that I went, left off. Now, if I wasn't so stubborn, I would just try to find a better schedule. But <laughs> you know me, mm -hmm. and we talk about this often, KL yells at me often, <laughs> because I really push myself and I do so much 
spiritual work. And I'm like, she'll be like, no, I can tell. She'll tell me, I can tell you need to slow down and I will laugh because we both know that's not going to happen. But it was nice of her to remind me. So, <laughs> you know, it takes that, you know, I am really bad about that. Um, did you rework anything after you got sick? Did you change your system at all? Or I do you did. Just... And, you know, I was, I was doing a pretty good job of managing, but, you know, I wanted to just really fill up my space and my time while I was there. And so what I learned, I had a lot of downtime, forced rest, I called it, forced rest. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, I looked back to see what I needed to do moving forward. Because when I got home from that trip, I just went back into, you know, doing all my work and, and personal things and business. I never allowed myself time to recoup, to rejuvenate, to uh, feel that balance. So now I'm, I'm actually from that, I've been learning more about how to better manage my own energy. Right. And, and I just want to point I'm out healthy. you were a little mm -hmm. bit like me on that trip. I'm just saying, just going to point that out for <laughs> next time because I can for a half a minute because you're usually on me about it. But, you know, for those of you listening, I've been doing this for God so many years professionally and KL has been doing it for a while professionally. You know, we also still have to remind ourselves the point here is to find balance and we have to learn our bodies and our signals and our spiritual bodies and we have to learn how to um, read that and how to manage our energy which is uh, or not have to learn i guess we know what it is but we have to be more aware and pay more attention to the signs and then actually implement those um, the difference is once we get sick we're like oh yeah we know immediately you know, I know immediately. Mm -hmm. I don't have to run to the doctor. I'm like, well, yeah, I did that for way too long. So um, what are some of the things that you feel like you've put in place um, to manage your, do the self-care and, and get that balance between you're working, working spiritual, you're doing readings, and then what do you do to balance the other, your, the physical aspect of yourself? Because let me explain that to people. If you're doing readings all the time, and this, this whole key to finding balance is, imagine it like a teeter-totter, and you kind of want to stay in the middle mostly. You want to have, like, let's say you're standing, which is totally dangerous, I get. But, you know, you have one foot on one side and one foot on the other side, and you're kind of trying to balance that teeter-totter. You know, if you are working like... K.L. was talking about, if you are working constantly like I do and she did on that trip, you're leaning towards one side of that teeter-totter. And you have to, at some point, come back to the physical aspect and your physical body and who you are to, to lean that teeter-totter back and, and find a nice balance. So what did you do to counteract, like to balance that physical part of your existence with when you're emitting so much spiritual work so so what I did was again I had the forced rest I allowed myself to rest which is something that I know a lot of healers uh, conscious entrepreneurs you know business owners they don't allow themselves time because they think oh no I got to do this I got to do that I realized how valuable it was to allow myself resting time to completely Step away from the phone, 
the computer, and I am a total nature girl, so I got myself outside. I got myself okay. outside to fill back up, um, to, to, you know, build up my own energy. That and good food as well, and you have to nurture the body with good food. Or, um, you know, you that, know no... before you keep going, is I think we need to hit uh-huh. on that a little bit, though. Because, uh, you know, the unfortunate thing about everybody talking about food now is there's, um, my son had watched What the Health the other night on Netflix, and he came out Mm, and he was kind of angry at this point in time because this, uh, the person who kind of did the documentary or whatever you want to call that was, is vegan, so he's very much pushing towards the plant-based foods, and then he's like, you know, but some people need protein, which is true. Um, And people ask me about this, so I do want to touch on this for a minute. Um, They say, should I go all plant-based? And here's the most important thing that I was explaining to him. First of all, you can't get mad because everybody who watches that show is not going to turn vegan, number one. That's just silly. Um, But if everybody did, then the food industry would have to be forced to change some of the things that they're doing to our food now. And so do I think, and, and people ask me this, for if you're in spiritual work, should you veer away from um, eating chicken or beef or like should you have a certain spiritual meal plan? What people don't understand is people, you know, beef and chicken and all that, this was all a divine plan from hundreds of thousands of years ago um, of, of the foods that we have as well as the plants and as well as many things. There are, there are a lot of choices here and there's a life cycle that goes around. Everybody needs something different um, to feel good. Not everybody could eat vegan and that would work for their genetic body just because there's been studies that show this, this, and this, because guess what? You can find a whole bunch of studies that also disprove all the studies you just read. So um, the key is to figure out, the key for me, what I tell people, is to eat as clean and as organic and as non-processed as possible. So the key would to be eating as fresh as possible, whether that be if you enjoy chicken or beef or plant-based foods, you want to eat as little and less processed as possible. You want to eat as clean as possible, which would be less hormones, you know, all the GMO junk, like as organic as possible, that I notice because, and here's the kicker, people think it's all about um, just food going into the body, but the food that you're eating, everybody, is energy. And Mm -hmm. you need to recharge your spiritual body and your physical body your spiritual body a certain way, but your physical body needs to recharge with energy as well. So when you consume high energy foods, which would be anything coming from the earth that is less processed, as least processed as it can, again, that can be fish or chicken or whatever, and it can be plants and whatever. If you take that as as clean as you can get it and put it into the body, you're getting a high energy charge. It is consuming and changing the body and in an energetic way, not just a digestive and into your blood and your tummy and fat and all that. 
If you then take a pro processed foods that is processed over and over and over, you're getting as much energy out of some of that food as you're getting out of cardboard. I mean, there's, you know, energy in all things, but you're going probably from a scale of one to a hundred, you're going from a 90 down to like a, a seven. So the, that's my rule of thumb is everybody needs something different. Nobody can follow the same food guidelines. That just seems ludicrous to me. Um, but you want to eat as clean to the earth as you can, or like as best you can. And you're not going to be able to do it all the time. So don't, don't freak out about it. But if you do it as much as you can or more often than you're not doing it, you should be pretty happy about that. Do you have anything to add to that? I don't know how your diet uh, is. But. Yes. Yes. And listening to your body, listening mm -hmm. to your body, when you eat something, does this make me feel good? Does it not? You know, um, I wholeheartedly agree with the eat high vibrational foods. Um, I eat pretty clean anyway. I I do not eat any meat. I do eat uh, fish, though. Um, so for me, that works, and I feel great. I wholeheartedly agree with what you say, that everybody eats for their own body type. And, and right. yeah, no. Because some people you don't, need, you don't have to go vegan. Yes. Some people need different things in their diet, and then exactly. everybody else makes them feel guilty. I can't believe you just ate a piece of chicken, you know, like I, it's weird <laughs> to me because, but, um, right. you know, there, chickens play a certain role in, in, in it, it can be for eating and it might be for just other things, but don't feel guilty about it. But I think your, your addition is good. You listen to the body. You will need different vitamins and proteins than other people. And that it's more important to be in tune with that. And we'll be back right after this. Conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Humanity Healing International is a small nonprofit with a big dream. Since 2007, HHI has been working tirelessly to bring help to communities with little or no hope. Our projects are not broad mandates, nor are they overnight solutions, but they bring the reassurance that no one is alone and that someone cares. To learn more, Please visit humanityhealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance, Mondays at 9pm Eastern Time. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 
We're back and we're talking about finding balance. And we just discussed um, food. And, and me and Kayle were talking about some of the things that she's done or that I do um, as we begin to find balance. And food was a very good point that you had brought up. Some of the other things that I'd like to bring up, we have talked about awareness, being feeling aware and tuned into your body. Um, and, and understanding when you're starting to feel off kilter, not feeling well, being aware of that, not feeling good, that drain, that shaky, that tickle in the throat, because it may not just be the drain, shaky anxiety. You may actually catch a flu or catch a cold, um, because that will also happen when you deplete yourself, um, physically because you're doing too much spiritual work. But some of the things that we do to keep the balance, the eating clean, so grounding is another thing mm -hmm. that is really important. And what I want to explain to people about grounding, because everybody is like, oh, how do I ground myself? You know, <clears throat> I can do this meditation and I can bubble myself and I can um, use some incense. These are all really great grounding techniques. But you know what grounding really is? Like, let's just simplify grounding. Grounding is being physical in your physical body. It's not just... A spiritual grounding technique if you want to really simplify it it's being physical it's walking on the ground outside it is touching things with your hands it's touching leaves it's touching out it's being in the sunshine outside it is eating eating will ground you anything that you're working with your actual physical body um, massage is grounding when you burn incense, you're smelling it. You're, you're you working with that physical sense that you have. Water is incredibly grounding. Drinking it, having water pour over you, you know, in a shower, in a pool, swimming in the ocean, swimming in a lake. Um, the, anything where you're really, you're stimulating your physical body and your physical senses, exercise. And the, the mm -hmm. heavier of the stimulation, such as exercise, I call that grounding on steroids, like for real, <laughs> like when you're exercising. <laughs> so I think that people overcomplicate grounding and they want to have, but grounding is really important. And that is really, you know, using your physical body and, and its functions. So one of the things that I do also, we talked about like, okay, at my SOS care, my, my overboard is cutting all my spiritual workout and taking a hiatus for two or three days, except for the, the stuff. But what my maintaining stuff is, is what you said, which is I'm, I'm really aware of my diet. I drink a lot of water um, and I eat as clean as possible. And I don't, my personal choice is I don't tend to consume hardly very much meat because it's just nothing I've ever really enjoyed. I don't, it has nothing to do with anything other than I've never really liked the taste and I don't like the texture. However, <clears throat> after a while, I can tell that I do need some type of protein. So I will have to have fish or chicken or something. But, um, the other thing that I do as Kao knows, because I'm really bad at this, unless I make plans is I do have a trainer where we do go, um, exercise at least three times a week and it's on a schedule. And the reason that I specifically do that also is because I feel like I have to show up for the trainer because otherwise they're going to be disappointed. And um, I exercise with people 
uh, because that makes you it easier not to back out <clears throat> because I'm human and I can make up a lot of excuses. So, um, and trainers don't have to be expensive. For those of you guys who are probably like, yeah, but she can afford a trainer. My trainer seriously charges like $7. It's ridiculous. So you <laughs> can find um, things. Do you do exercise? Do you, what kind of oh, physical yes. stuff do you do? Like what, what do you do for the physical body? Like, are you doing any of those things that I talked about? Oh, I'm massage. Well, I'm so glad massage, that you, you brought up the grounding because it's so crucial to your balance, to finding balance is, is the grounding. Um, and sometimes you can even go walk outside barefoot and stand in the grass, mm -hmm. stand in the dirt, wherever you are, and breathe. Breathe in, breathe out. That is grounding, period. Um, mm -hmm. For... So you don't have to, you know, do something major. Um, but for me, absolutely. I walk well, with my mother-in-law. I walk my beautiful dog, and um, that's very grounding. I do yoga. That's very grounding. I also, whenever there's some um, workshops, sound healing workshops, I go to mm -hmm. that. I, it, that's, that's, you lay on the ground, talk about grounding. Actually, that kind of vibrates you to a, <laughs> to a whole other level. But... Um, that well, and you was, can yeah, do, do, there are some things that it, that now that you brought that up, that you can actually raise your vibration and ground yourself at the same time. And there's a lot of meditations <laughs> and different things where you can do that. But, um, for me, because I, I spend such a large chunk of my time doing spiritual work. Sometimes I just want to be Jen in the physical world. You know what I mean? Like that feels good to me to just really feel my physical body and just enjoy. You know, this is something that me and you talked about, but I find this very interesting. I had a lot of mentors um, when I was younger and beginning to read, and they were a lot older than me. Like if I was in my 20s, I think that they were in their 50s and 60s. And I find it interesting that um, as I've been in the metaphysical community for a really long time, one of the things that I've noticed is for people, the, the, even the mentors that I had where they were very, very much in the spiritual aspect of themselves and the spiritual body. And I noticed that they didn't have much of a, a balance outside of that. They didn't have, they didn't seem to find being physical joyful as much as they should. They maybe mm -hmm. found it being joyful 20 to 25% of the time. They actually passed away at a young, way younger age than they should have. So, you know, I think that sometimes when people get excited about the spiritual work and or get into the spiritual work, work they forget that we're, we're very much here to learn to be physical because we can learn a lot of spiritual stuff on the other side, you know, like we can do some spiritual development. Yes, we're doing more here than like we're adding to our toolbox here of stuff that would be harder to do there. But we're also here to experience the physical and we're here to, you know, learn about that and explore the physical aspect of everything. It's then again, but then you have the people who are not spiritual and that's all they do and they find life a struggle. So it's interesting. Again, it comes to the finding balance, but I notice people who are really get excited about the spiritual work and they start discovering that side of themselves and that becomes alive for them then they leave the physical behind going well I, my life was different and it was really hard when i didn't have the spiritual aspect to me and so they kind of want to leave it behind but it's important to learn to integrate both 
Do you know people like that? I mean, do you ever run across people who, when they get you know, into the spiritual, nowadays, they kind of want to leave that physical what, behind a little? Um, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. They feel, they, they feel it's very difficult, it's very heavy um, yes. Yes, being that's here in word. the physical. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yes. I have, ex- I have some of my clients have, have felt that way. And it was just, you know, doing this work and, and just reminding themselves, oh, you're here for, you know, you're, you're here to express your spiritual self, to express your gifts in the world. And what a gift that is. Um, right. Also, I wanted to touch upon, um, as far as finding balance and grounding, is community. When you can find community of like-minded people supporting you and seeing what are other people doing, um, how are other people managing their own energy, that is so incredibly valuable. And I know you have an amazing group on Facebook. What is your group again? The Higher Purpose Learning Group. Yeah. The Higher people, Purpose Learning Group. That is incredible. Learning. Yeah. Yeah, and there I, and there's then, lots of links that I post for that. But yeah, you're right. People mm-hmm. love that group because they'll come in going, I, I can't, I can't talk to anybody else in this group. Like I can talk to you guys about anything, and I feel open and fr- this is amazing. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Exactly. So community, I, I found, is really, really important where people do not feel like that, feel like they're alone. There are beautiful groups on Facebook. Um, I have the mindful lounge and that's mm-hmm. people come in and it's very nurturing and not, not, I'm not teaching in there. We're just, we're nurturing and supporting and, and that's really, really important for your spiritual growth, for the healers to find that balance is community. That's true. very, very and, important. Yeah, that is true. And in nowadays it isn't like you have to go outside and try to find community. That was a good point. There are right. a lot of things you can do online. And one thing mm-hmm. that I did want to cover quickly, cause we're going to be getting to the end here. And if, and if we do get to the end before all that, don't forget to check out my keys to the spirit world.com and KL, what's your website? It's connect with K-E-A-O.com. Yeah. So if you want to connect with either of us, my spirit community, the one she talks about is up there right-hand side. I also do the YouTube stuff, and she has her Mindful Lounge. We have a lot of other stuff going on. But one thing that me and you both talked about yesterday was um, healers not charging money. Um, if you do get into <laughs> healing work and you decide yeah. that you're not going to charge money or, or people make you feel guilty about it, that will cause you a huge imbalance, huge mistake, huge mistake. Because right. when you are doing spiritual work and healing work, you are, um, you are giving a lot of energy. You are depleting your energetic battery. You are draining it like an iPhone. You are draining, draining. And you have to recharge and money's energy. And that's a form of exchange. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you have to take money necessarily either. You could take like a trade, you know, like maybe yep. someone you do it for your hairdresser and they trade you to do your hair. But there should always be, unless you're just starting out and you're just going crazy and wanting to, you know, heal everybody. But for the most part, you shouldn't do that for a long time. For the most part, you need to have an exchange of energy between who you are giving a healing to, reading, whatever, and what you are receiving back from them because it completes that that circle of energy. It completes that exchange. And people make you feel guilty about that and tell you not to do that, which is very bizarre, but that will definitely deplete your energy and cause you to be off balance. So 
Thank you, KL. This was an amazing show. Thank you, Jen. Um, her details should be below. Uh, mine as well. Stop in keys to the spiritworld.com. Join my spirit community. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube, cha YouTube channel, and we will see you next time. Aloha. Thank you for connecting, everyone.